and welcome to Sunday Vibes at NST Podcast, the show brought to you by the team behind Sunday Vibes, the New Straits Times Lifestyle Sunday Publication. My name is Intan Maizura and I am the football-loving, coffee-drinking editor of Sunday Vibes. And in case anyone's remotely interested, my team is Tottenham Hotspur and I'm a proud Libran. Hi, I'm Elena Koshi. I'm the senior writer of Sunday Vibes. I love food, I love coffee, I love bird-watching, not necessarily in that order. But hey, welcome to our podcast. Yes, and the Sunday Vibes at NSD podcast is essentially an extension of our print product. An informal Borat club, if you like, where Elena and I will be sharing our thoughts, views and stories on a range of topics that we hope will resonate with Malaysians from all walks of life. So why not you just sit back, relax and enjoy the vibe. Right, our topic today is definitely something up our alley and we hope it's going to be something that's going to get your interest too. But first, before we go on with the show, please say hi to our special guest host. No, not Mustakim Nordin this time. It's Karen Ho, a former broadcast journalist and who's also a freelance communications consultant and a Sunday Vibes contributing writer. Hi Karen and welcome back. Hello ladies, thank you for having me back. It's been a while, no? It has, it has. Yeah, I'm so glad you invited me back for this topic. One of my favorite topics in the world. That's Thank right. you so much. That's right. And hey, Elle. Hello, How's everybody. Going? And so nice to see you. I think Moses has gotten a bit afraid of us. I think he's <laughs> ran off. <laughs> right. Anyways, anyways, we miss most. But however, we have a new guest host today. So Wonderful. let's get on with the show. And it's a topic that's definitely, definitely something that we like to talk about. Right, Karen? Definitely. All till the cows come home. Right. Yep, so. Elle. What are we speaking about Absolutely. We are talking about traveling. Guys, everything is opened up. Well, not everything, but most of it is opened up. And, you know, it's time to travel once again. So we are going to talk, like Karen says, until maybe the cows come home. What do you think, Intan? I hope not till the cows come home because we do have to, you know, have to leave at some point. Yeah, we have a time limit though. All right, all right, Mm. let's get on with it. So has anybody actually made any plans to travel anytime soon? I think you have to ask that question to Karen. The intrepid traveller. Karen, where are you headed to this time? Um, Okay, well, I am going somewhere quite far. I'm going to visit my mom um, in England. Right. So, um, just a quick background. So, my mom has been in England for over 20 years and I was there too, but I came back. So, I haven't seen her for about two years. I mean, like most people since the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm really looking forward to seeing her. And um, yeah, so I'm going to spend Christmas in England. And uh, which I haven't done for like, I think 25 years. Can you imagine? For Christmas, right? Yeah, because that's when I last left the country. So Christmas in England and New Year's in Paris. Oh, wow. Yeah, so okay, can't wait, can't Can wait. you match that? I Where definitely are you headed? can't match that, but I'll be just headed, you know, um, still within the country, but I'm headed Support up north. Malaysia, guys. You know, visit Malaysia year 2021. You know, so I'll be in Penang, guys. Right. And I'll be staying at the Blue Mansion so I'm looking forward to that but of course you know Karen I wish I would uh, you know I could stow away in your luggage and head over to Paris me too ditto that maybe you should if you're 23 kilos you can make into my luggage (laughs) oh dear (laughs) maybe not that (laughs) well guys what about you Intan are you going somewhere anytime soon even if it's interstate I well no I don't think so I think um, but I am looking forward to the day when we can actually get into a plane not have to wear a mask and you know fear 
those around you. So I'm looking forward to that. And, you know, walking around the airport and checking out the duty-free, <laughs> lounging at the airport cafe. Absolutely. You know, watching, basking in the excitement, you know, the general travelling buzz. So I'm looking forward to that. But actually, I mean, you know, compared to the both of you, I don't have any plans yet. Um, but I would like to do some interstate travel if you know if conditions permit so I, I you know I've missed all those road trips where uh, would you go where's the first place you would plan to go interstate oh I think I'd want a bit of nature mm-hmm. um, there's a place in Perak Goping actually that I like which is a Rimba Retreat mm. it's in you know in the forest uh, I think it's a durian orchard uh, in an old kampung house 100 year old kampung house just chilling just enjoy nature and be far away from the madding crowd I think that's what I'm looking forward to Absolutely. that sounds good too sounds good good right I wouldn't mind Penang either the food oh my goodness I know I'm looking forward to that what would be the you know the biggest thing that you guys would look forward to when you're traveling is there anything in particular Karen would it be food for you well um if you're talking about my upcoming trip well besides obviously looking forward to spending time with my mom and family it's the food, yes, because especially around Christmas time, you know, there are certain foods that I I miss, like the roast turkey oh, and all the man. trimmings, oh, you know, the stuffings and the chocolate log. I mean, you, you get the stuff here, but it's kind of a different selection over there. Right. And of course, the entertainment, because one of the memories I had when I was younger growing up in London was the Christmas entertainment on TV was fantastic. Yeah. You know, all the movies, You, I mean, you've lived in London before, right? All in the Khan. old shows So all up. the old shows, yeah, the Christmas shows, the variety TV shows, all the guest show the very talk nostalgic, show very nostalgic I think very loved it yeah like it's a wonderful life and things like that you know oops what is that <laughs> I'm sorry it's very famous very Come famous on, Christmas is, what yeah. is it? that's like a staple Christmas yeah, it's or a classic it yeah alright okay okay what about you Al I'm, okay I'm, I'm just curious right I mean now that you know the, the skies are open borders are open the roads are open like for you but what would be your main concern after so long you know with the noose tighten and now loosening? Well, I think, um, you know, just because it's open, I think people tend to forget that, you know, um, the pandemic, of course, is, is moving towards the endemic stage. Right. And it's still there, it's still out there. So, you know, people tend to forget that. And, you know, it's like being let loose after being caged for so long, like a bunch of pack of wild animals. Everybody goes out and, you know, without their mask and completely forgetting uh, safety precautions. So that would be my biggest concern, actually, that people tend to forget Mm. that, you know, they should still take precautions. They should still be uh, a little bit um, safe. They should wear their mask, you know, sanitize, you know, those, those basic things to keep the coronavirus at bay. So, right. yeah, so that would be my biggest uh, concern. What about you? For me, because I'm not going anywhere yet. Like I said, you know, I'm still treading water and I would rather be in my own car going on a road trip somewhere, you know, mm. in the country. I mm. think I feel safer that way. But Karen, you're going to be in an airplane for like hours. Yeah. So what um, would be your main concern? Well, it started already actually when I booked the ticket because the reality sank in after the whole hoo-ha, the euphoria mm. of booking the ticket. I realised that, you know what, this is under the new norm when you travel overseas. It's no longer as simple as booking your ticket and packing a bag, finding right. a passport. There's this whole list of to-do, you know, of documentation, SOPs, researching, 
each destination's uh, requirements. I mean, obviously, you know, do you need any testing? What kind of health passes do you need? And because I'm going to more than one country, um, I had to research everything, even the airport that I'm transiting in Amsterdam. I wanted to make sure, can I go to restaurants when I transit? What do I need to go and buy food in restaurants? And even coming back to Malaysia, it's not just get off the plane and just go through immigration. You also have to apply for home quarantine. All right. Yeah. So those are the things I have a list that I have um, to do to remember to come back and um, yeah. So traveling yeah. not the same anymore. It's not the same. It's quite, I mean, it's a little bit stressful to, to check every single thing, every requirement for every place, even coming back to KL. Mm. Do you have your test? Are you prepared to pay 250 ringgit for PCR test on arrival at the airport? Right. You know, and things like that, for example. Would you have your approval for the quarantine by the time you arrive in KLI? So all those little things, you know, are so many just, things yeah. to consider. I think I'm just glad I'm just staying put for now. <laughs> no, it's no longer spontaneous. You know, you yeah. can't just say, mm, "Let's, no. you know, let's just." That's what, I think that's what I miss yeah. too. You know, the spontaneity. Yeah. That's but right. in your own country, like within Malaysia, I think we're still we can still be spontaneous, lah. Right? You can yeah. still cross the boundaries of the states and all that kind of thing. So yeah, if you're in, yeah. let's hope the numbers yeah. remain, you know, pretty steady. But I think we also need to think that, I mean, consider the fact that we need to avoid crowds. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, you know, it's just like, you know, sudden first taste of freedom and we all rush out of our cages, yeah, you know. that's right. You don't want to be doing that, right? <laughs> Incidentally, where was the last country that you guys traveled to? Can you remember? I know it's been more than... Is what it about two you, years? Where have you been? Can you remember? I'm trying to think. I'm just really trying to think. Where was the last stop on my passport? It might have been... Was it New Zealand? Japan? Oh, Japan. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. You had I was, assignment there or something. Yes, yeah. I was in Japan. So, but that was, I mean, you know, work-related. So, it's not quite the same. But um, mm. weren't we there together? the Karen for a bit you went to Japan again after oh, you went twice I did. right right yeah. okay so I, my memory is very hazy on Japan the only you know the only thing I can remember which is of some significance was my trip to New Zealand I think it was South Island but I can't remember how long ago that was what about Elle? when was last time you you crept out of the country oh I think it was just uh, just before the pandemic hit, oh. I went to Borobudur ah, um, with, nice. with my sisters. Just so, before the pandemic. Yeah, just before the pandemic. I right. think that was the last trip I had. Right. Very memorable. So I well, kind of enjoyed it memorable? that. What was the most memorable thing about that place? I think uh, it's just the fact that all of us could get together and, you know, travel together. And, you oh. know, my sisters make the best travel partners. Aww, so nice. so nice. shout out to them. Oh, Aww. yeah. Shout out to them. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was very, very interesting. You know, got to see great places you know historical places so I, I just thought it was a really nice trip was not too long first, not too short was that the first time that you went to Borobudur? yes it's the first time ah, so nice. and enjoyed it what about you Karen where was the last country you went to? so mine was also same time as um, Eleanor just before just the pandemic just before the pandemic yeah and yeah. I went to Taiwan I spent the new year Oh, lovely. Yeah, nice. South of Taiwan. Right. Yeah, so that was pretty nice too. So did you have friends, family over there? No, I didn't know anyone. I went with a friend who speaks Mandarin because I don't speak any Mandarin. Right. And even though she spoke Mandarin, it was a different kind of Mandarin compared to Taiwanese. Right. Um, so yeah, we went, um, had a few days in Tainan and uh, a night in Kaohsiung, the south of Taiwan. Um, and, you know, it was a nice place to spend the new year because it's not too hot. Right. You know, we want to get away from the heat, the humidity of Malaysia, mm. but not so cold that I'm freezing. So it was a nice in-between and just nice to get out of the country for a change. What kind of travelling do you like to do? What kind of countries or what kind of scenery or, you know, countryscape do you enjoy going to, Al? 
I love nature. So, you know, something with that in mind. Um, I'm looking forward to going to New Zealand. It's one oh. place I haven't been. And, you know, I've heard so much about it. I've seen so many lovely pictures about it. And, you know, it's it's, it's a place that I want to go to, right. actually. Yeah. Right. yeah, I'm looking forward to that too. Because, I, I mean, actually, I'd been plotting to go to New Zealand at the end of this year. That was before the pandemic hit. Mm. All right. So I had this grand plan of, you know, securing a caravan and traveling around South Island. Of course, I've been there a few times already, but there's always nooks and crannies to rediscover and discover, right? Mm. So I wanted to go to New Zealand, you know. I can remember the early morning dash to go and have a shower and, and you know, the weather Ooh. being so cold. Because mm. mm. we used to go. I mean, me and Karen did go. Um, yeah, Karen wonderful, did, man. Karen didn't enjoy that part. But, you I know, don't like the cold mornings, no. Yeah, that, but mm. it was a crisp air, crisp morning air. Something that, you know, that for me is really great because it's very invigorating. And then seeing the rolling hills and seeing how you know, the, the seasons would change as you travel along the long, lonely roads. So, I love that. I mean, I think it's a perfect place to go because there are more sheep than people. That's right, <laughs> away from the madding yes, crowd. Yes, yes, yes. So, I think, yeah, that's perfect during these times. Times, yeah. yes. I agree, I agree. Well, incidentally, where would you say, or, or if I had to ask you your favourite travel memories, Karen... Which country comes to mind? You know, this kind why? of question is super hard for someone like me. Because you travel a lot. Because I and I love every place I've been to. Seriously, right? Um, but I can name three ran at random, no mm-hmm. particular order. Mm-hmm. Italy, right? Japan and New Zealand. Tell me why? Why Italy? Why Japan? And why New Zealand? Um, okay, New Zealand, of course, because as you mentioned, the landscape is just one of the most stunning in the world. Natural landscape. Natural landscape. Yes, thank you. Yeah, natural landscape. Um, because you know, from Malaysia, we don't really get to see snow-capped mountains, yeah. pristine lakes, yep. sheep. Yeah, sheep. <laughs> a lot of sheep. A lot of sheep. And it's just a beautiful place. So that's the main reason. Um, Italy, culturally, it is a stunning place. Of course, besides the 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 landscape, the culture, the food, the, the food, people are the gorgeous. Heritage. The heritage, yes, exactly, all of it. You know, from modern to old to to the food to the people. But it's I think just the weather is great as well for people like us coming oh, from know, Malaysia. Yeah, right? yeah, Mediterranean weather is wonderful. My best hair on holiday. Rome <laughs> really best hair so agrees with your hair yes that's very important that's just so you know because some countries they make your hair really frizzy yeah. or dry or England something does that yeah. Yeah. the water yeah. so Italy fantastic hair right. um, Japan Japan um, well partly because there is a specific memory and that mm-hmm. was uh, I'll try and keep it really short but it's tied to me flying all the way to Tokyo for the very first time to meet somebody to meet a man Ooh. who I never met before oh my god yeah how brave. Was it worth the travel? Yes, it was. Yeah, we, we had met before. I mean, we had met online, lah, you know. So. Be still my trembling heart. <laughs> I know, I know. So yeah, I just uh, was a bit of an adventurous then. I, I just flew all the way to meet this wow, you know, that's guy so brave. who I met. Yeah. All right. What about you, Al? Okay, I have a very interesting, but I'll keep it short again. Uh, when I traveled to Israel... Ah, now at well, the, I've never been. At the immigration, because, you know, and one thing about Israel, all the security guards, they looked like they stepped out from some fashion magazine because <gasps> all of them were so good looking. Wow. The women were beautiful. It's like seeing Wonder Woman. What's her name? Oh, Gal Gadot. Yes. It's wow. like seeing that kind of beauty, you know, and, and the men are, you know, good looking. Really? But they all look so ferocious. So we were all lining up, my family and I, and my brother-in-law looked a lot more like a suicide bomber than I did. <laughs> okay, so he had the army cap and things like that and he was walking and they let him go but when he came to my turn 
I was held back for questioning. They asked me so many questions. Who's my grandfather? Who's my father? What? Where did I live? And all the questions. And they checked my bag twice. So much so that my family were waiting on the other side. My sisters were like calling out, should we go ahead and leave her here? And I'm like, don't leave me behind. And after 45 minutes, they let Ooh, me go. Wow. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And I was like, you know, why? what could possibly be the reason? Was that, that their they, way of flirting with you? Did they ask for I body search or something? I don't know, but it was something? a woman who stopped me. So oh. I'm not sure whether... Oh, okay. you know, okay. that, I don't then. swing that way. So, you know, I don't know whether she liked oh, me. Man. But it was, you know, it was quite disconcerting, you know, because it was like, you know, they all had their guns and everything. Oh, and no, they stopped scary. me. They look at you. Yeah. They're not even smiling. You know, so much so that when I finally went through... I like I wanted to get down on my knees and kiss the ground because it's like I got through this but it was so funny and then in Egypt um, one guy was interested in me and my sisters were negotiating with him oh my you know like how many Five sheep camels. and how many yeah. cattle how many cattle are you willing to give in you know in return, in, for, in you? return for me and yeah so that Who was quite so how many camels are you worth Al? Apparently not Cattle. many So I was a bit upset about that <laughs> Slightly insulted Not worth it You know hmm. Yeah okay. So th those were Really interesting times Right right For me I think Okay apart from the fact That I you know I have this love affair With New Zealand I, I won't even go there Because we'll probably need Two more episodes for that <laughs> I think uh, most memorable episode For me Travelling out Was a baptism of fire In Paris I think it was in Paris Because it was my Probably one of my first trips And I just landed at La Gare du Nord, the station. We oui. See, we I went. can't even pronounce that. La Gare du Nord. Oh, La Gare du Nord. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Sorry, mind the saliva. So yeah, that was my, I think, first time stepping foot in Paris. Was it? I can't remember. Or maybe not then. It could have been one of those trips. So anyway, so I was literally pickpocketed by a bunch of Eastern <gasps> European oh, gypsies. No. And it was everything I had in my wallet. Can I you imagine? Yeah, Can I you imagine landing Ooh. in a country first day and you end up with nothing in your wallet? Fortunately, I tried with a friend who had money so oh that was dear. my baptism of oh fire wow. in Paris so to this day it has remained in my mind you know forget about the fact that Paris is so beautiful and all that but whenever I think about that it sort of you know makes me allergic to the idea of traveling to Paris for some reason I know it's a bit you know it's yeah. silly but uh, I think no, it I happens. have heard it's actually quite well known that it's if quite you rampant. go to Paris it is it's especially rampant. the Eastern um, European immigrants yes, right that's yes right. I mean I w when I went to Paris I was also warned mm. to mm. make sure that I you know I think I even in Rome as well because I exactly. remember my father telling me that he mm -hmm. was actually he was put in a trance and he literally <gasps> took out his wallet and next thing you know, by the time he came to it, he had money missing. Oh, so, I think it's quite rampant, but we just have to be extra careful, I guess, when we're traveling. Yeah. Right. Okay, next question. What's the one thing that you guys cannot leave home without? <laughs> oh, that's an easy one, actually. My okay. phone. I mean, aside from my passport, of course. Okay, okay. I mean, I mean no, besides and the money that, and stuff that. like that. But yeah, yeah my, my phone. Your phone. My mobile phone. Because it acts as so many things. Right. It, it gives directions, takes great pictures and right. things like that. So yeah, yeah, my phone. What about you, Karen? Hands well, down. Yeah, I agree. Definitely Apart the from phone, the phone then, because I think we're all going to agree on that. But my answer is everything. I cannot leave home without everything. What, the kitchen sink? Yeah, you know how you, you know how in time you always say I have a Doraemon bag, right? Yeah. I literally have everything in my little bag organizer uh -huh. from plasters to mirror to makeup to tissue to comb to, I mean, random, you know, things in there because 
when I've traveled before, there's things that I wish I had, you know, like even safety pins, you know, you never know, they come in handy. Yeah, that's true. You know, that's so true. I, I find that I need all those stuff when I travel. But here's a funny thing, you know, I've seen Karen bring her bag and she's always got the smallest bag. That's right. So it's like, you know, it's like a scene from Harry Potter where this bag you open and everything, a tent, a house, an apartment is in there. So I, I, I suspect yeah, that there's some magic going I on with the bag. I also marvel at the way that she can say she carries all these things and yet, she, like you said, Al, she has the smallest bag. She literally carries a rucksack and here Correct. I am hoisting my, you know, heavy we, trolley bag. We have bought two trolley bags on one hand. You know what I'm saying? You're definitely the worst, I Al. literally bring the, Even you know, for an overnight trip, Al, you're the worst. Kitchen sink. That's okay, right. I'm the kitchen sink kind of person. Yeah, and we have no... Um, what, what did she say? She carries blasters. We don't have those yeah, things. and I don't even have that. You're right. You see, very handy when you have blisters from walking too much in a country. Very handy. Okay, that comes with experience. Yes, with experience. Okay, I'm going to answer this question. Mm. What's the? I think Karen knows what I cannot go without when I travel, which is really weird. Okay, apart from the phone, let's not go into phones because we all need the phone, right? My one is. And And it's really weird You know when you travel in Malaysia We're so spoiled Because every hotel you go to Whether it's, you know, a four star, five star, three star, two star There'll always be a hairdryer But you go travel around Europe And you tell me whether you can find a hairdryer in the drawer You mean you don't have I can't remember Even a kettle is quite rare sometimes, you know You have to ask for Mm -hmm. it so for me it's a hairdryer and my three in one nestums, I think. I create ah, I yes. create nice pantries when I travel. No no no, another thing. Chili sauce. You um, bring chili sauce? Chili sauce packets oh at least. Tabasco? Oh Tabasco, yeah, yeah. I have those tiny little bottles I can bring. Right. Because I just cannot understand, right? In Paris I was just dying for just a spot of chili or no, right. a dash of blachan in, in in the cooking, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, or sardines or rendang so surrounding. Surrounding Right oh. Maggie me Are you always so Malaysian Oh mon dieu These people The Malaysians <laughs> oh, They put chili In the food <laughs> Sacre bleu Okay So from hairdryer To phone To Doraemon bag okay, Tabasco very, sauce too Tabasco sauce Alright then In that case What's the biggest lesson that you've learned from your travels? Now that we know we have to be prepared, because as Karen mentioned, you know, plasters will come in handy. A uh, kitchen sink might come in handy. A hairdryer might come in handy in Europe. So what's the biggest lesson that you've learned from your travels? I mean, we all travel quite extensively. I think just being able to understand that, you know, not everything goes according to plan. We need to just take it easy. It's a holiday for goodness sake, you know. Not everything has to go according to a schedule and a plan. Yeah, don't be a slave to schedule. Yeah, I, think. Yeah. I don't like that. You know, I just like to wing it and, you know. Because it's a holiday, no? Like, would you like to go? Mm, why not? Yeah. Turn here. Would you like to go here? Why not? <laughs> Let's do it. You know, just be reasonable and be able to compromise and, you know, just, just yeah, take it as it comes and enjoy it. Yeah, I think it's good to see what you want to see, but leave lots of time to drift. Ah, yes. Does that sound good to you, Al? Awesome. Yes, right. that's exactly what I meant. All right, Karen, the Aries who's listening very intently here. No, no, I, I, I agree. I agree. But of course, you know, being the practical Aries, yes. I'm also going to counter it with a bit of preparation does help. Right. For example, some things, if you're going to go to a touristy destination, it does help if you plan a little bit beforehand, like if you're buying tickets that you know is going to be impossible to get on the day itself. Because I've been through that where like, oh no, I wish I had 
booked this earlier or right. it would have been cheaper if I bought my train tickets earlier and things like that. Yeah, example. absolutely yeah. right. Because mm-hmm. I think there must be some planning. Of course, of course. Yeah, of it course. cannot be just left to chance. Yeah. So, so a bit of both. A yeah, balance between a absolutely. bit of planning but leave room for spontaneity. Yeah, but don't be so rigid. Yeah. Don't be so rigid. Yeah, yes. That's right. Yes. right. That's for, right. Me, for me, it's about what I've learned from all my travelling is that you learn how to travel. I mean, travelling is a skill. Right After carting around a large suitcase and trying to stuff it into some small space in a caravan, you realize that sometimes there's just some things you just you just have to do without. All right. And the other thing is when you are able to maneuver maps, you know, as you traverse a foreign land and you decipher train schedules, as I did in Japan, that was so mind boggling. Yeah. Right. And you take the wrong bus, like mm. I have done many times when mm. I was in London, right? I just realized that, you know, by the time you get home, life is so much easier. So, you know, <laughs> if you have mastered the skill of traveling, I think life is, oh my God, it's like, let's just float. You know, I, you're absolutely right. I love that you say that it's an art because people think, oh yeah, holiday, just go, you know, and then do it here. But yeah. actually, you're right. The, the, the way you it's put a it, skill. The skill. It's a skill. Because when you go travel, like you said, you have to learn to read maps, which you never do since school or even never in school you learn this stuff. Stuff. I know. And I think it should ev- be in the curriculum. Yeah. And even communicating with strangers of yeah. a different language, for example. So you learn so much more from traveling than perhaps, you know, uh, in school sometimes. Right. I'm saying stay in school, goods. <laughs> don't go, don't leave school. But yeah, there are certain skills that you, you cannot learn in a textbook, for example. Definitely right. a skill. But don't you think that all traveling also enables you to get to know a person in a different way? Your yes. travel buddy, you mean? Travel yes. buddy. Oh, even yourself yes. for that matter, you get to discover something about yourself. So true. As well. That's right. Yeah. You That's know, right. It's nothing like a holiday mm. that can either make or break a friendship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I sense some experience coming you know, up here. No, 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 not really because I, I do hear stories and yeah. things like that. You know, you can either make a break of friendship it's very or true. relationship or, yes, or relationship. you can make a relationship go stronger. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So, it's, yeah, like being, it's like being in a marriage, isn't it? So, like, for example, I can only speak when, you know, you travel in a caravan. You know, if you're going to be stuck seeing that same face, you know, that morning face every day right. and, and, you know, can tempers can flare and you might not like the food they cook and they don't like to, you know, hurry, hurry, hurry because you just want to get to the next place on time. And you realise if you can put up with all that, then till death do us part, I think. <laughs> absolutely, because you're absolutely right. It's it's really like a marriage, right. you know, because if you can, you know, just stand seeing their face in the morning, you yeah. know. The, the and put up with all the little bits and pieces that come along with Exactly. The and sometimes, you know, you feel like you want to kill that person. That's right. And if you still don't, them. if you don't kill them, that means you're meant to last. Bingo. Right. Exactly. What about you, Karen? Do you, <laughs> you kill them when you come back to KL. Right. Because you can't do it on overseas. You might get arrested and put in yeah, a foreign and prison. And then you won't have a co-driver. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought about this at all. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, absolutely. I mean, I've been very fortunate that most of my all my travel buddies have been fantastic I think I get quite yeah. I, I think it's good to be selective it depends where you want to go and yes. you select the right company because yep. not everybody not all your friends would like mm-hmm. where you want to go mm-hmm. or the activities that you want to do so I think you have to be very selective if you have a lot of friends yes Don't you think, <sighs> absolutely because you need to understand that you know it's you're going to be with that person throughout that. that's right there's no you know there's no off times, you know, where you are without that person, but that person is going to be in your face, especially if it's a caravan trip. Oh yeah, you yeah. know. So you can't yes, really, you can't <laughs> <Stop> really, <practicing. laughs> you can't really get rid of them, unless you have a spade and a body bag and you know a place to <laughs> bury them. 
You know, maybe New Zealand might be a good place. Yeah, you know? far away from people. Yeah, but right. far away from witnesses too. Yes, that's right. So, okay, yeah. quick one. Like traveling with Al, I would be so scared to travel with Al. Quick one. Has anybody ever traveled alone? Can can you, Al? Can you do a, a solo trip? I could do a solo trip. Have you ever done it? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I have not done it. Um, I I think I would be able to do a solo trip. Around the country, but okay. I don't think I have that confidence right. to go overseas on a solo trip and you know be by myself. Yeah, right. I don't have the confidence for that. What about you, to Karen? be honest? Um, me too. I don't have the confidence to do a solo trip, but I have traveled overseas solo, uh-huh. provided there's somebody there I know in the country, uh-huh. and then I'm happy to do my own thing in the city by myself. Right. So I've done that before. Um, so provided there's somebody in that country, I don't waiting mind either waiting for me, but then I you know do my own thing. Uh-huh. I'm okay with that. Mm. What about you? Interesting. Oh I don't think goodness. you can, right? Ah, I know you. I've never done a solo trip, and the idea actually scares me. I mean, I'm a Libran man. I need people. You know, yeah. I, I can I can do with one girlfriend. I can do with a bunch of very good friends. I I, I don't like big groups, but I don't think I can do a solo trip. I, I mean, intern, what if you were in a hotel with a haunted room? Oh man, I can't even sleep in a hotel room on my own. I know, own. I know. But <laughs> what know? if, okay, so what if, like me, you travel alone mm-hmm. to a country or a city mm. and there's somebody there you know, ah. but they're busy, right. so they leave you to their own, well, the own devices. The fact that I know that there's somebody there right. with me, even though not quite with me, if you know right. what I mean, I think I can do that. In mm. case of emergency. Yeah, you know what yeah. Because yeah. I, I think yeah. I get bored of my own company. Oh my God, I get bored listening to me. But so. you would meet other people. Oh, but I'd like to sit like in Paris, <laughs> sit, sit at the cafe there and stare at the street. Yeah. And I can do People that. Watch, yeah, you know? I can do that. But I then, that. I, but I like the idea that when I get back to my hotel, there's going to be somebody there, you know, who knows Paris, as opposed to just leaving me alone there, you know, to my own thoughts and grappling yeah. with parlez-vous français. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't like eating alone. I don't mind, yeah. you know, like walking and seeing tourist sites on my own because walking alone is great. No one's telling you, hey, hurry up, hurry up, or let's go here. So that's great to do I on like your to own. Natter but as I go she along. likes to chit chat because she's Libran. <laughs> And then, you know, but yeah, I mean, uh, um, but can I recommend even if it's just going somewhere and you meet someone there, just try it once. I shall do that. I'll, I shall I'll, do that. I'll do that. Uh, nope. we'll do it together. We'll, do <laughs> we'll pretend we're solo travelers. We'll pretend to ignore each other during the trip. I don't right. think that would work. Right. Okay, finally, any tips for fellow travelers or anything that you think might be quite interesting? Gosh, so many, so many, but the one, one that sticks out right now is, okay, for whether you're a solo traveler or even if you're not, if you like meeting locals or just getting a, another perspective of the city or country you're in, I like to contact, um, there are, I think there are certain websites or platforms where you can, um, what's the word, find free walking buddies, mm-hmm. you know, like oh, a free walking interesting. Tour, like a one-to-one, not a group thing. Would you know whether they're handsome or not? Yeah, yeah, that's what I wanted to yeah, ask. Uh, I don't Any pictures? know. No, it depends on the people, of course. They oh. might have profiles on the website, so you can probably Ooh. pick and choose. Probably, probably. <laughs> it's like Tinder for tourists. Tinder for tourists. I like that. Yeah. So, um, so that's I've tried that once or twice. Swipe right. Yeah. <laughs> you obviously know how to do it. Okay, I'm Al. not sure. Tips? Any tips? Well, I I don't have a tip per se, but I just think just. Take each moment and enjoy it. You know, right. try not to take your your trip too seriously. You know, it's not like a you know something that you need to tick all the boxes. Mm. But just walk and you know have that time to smell the roses if there are any, and you know Tinder for tourists. 
Maybe you Ooh, should try it. That's an interesting concept. <laughs> I Let's mean, no, no, no. I mean, as walking buddies, guys, don't get me wrong. I'm not advocating anything else. Okay, not at all. Just walk. Yep. <laughs> right. Um, and you, in turn, what about your? Uh, okay, I think you guys covered it really. But for me, it would be it's very important to bring a hair dryer. Aside from <laughs> bringing a hair dryer, to try, to just make sure you don't have a travel buddy from hell. I think just choose the person or the company uh, carefully before you decide on any traveling together kind of thing. Um, yeah. I think because. The company can really make or break. But you know, the trip. I've heard cases where people travel with very good friends, and everything is normal, you know, normally just fine back home. But somehow, it's a different. person can change. It's very different. So how can you tell? If you can't. Someone, you know, right? You can't. You can't. I, th- I think. I think you. That's the learning that mm. you get. You know, after you come back and you realize, hey, maybe you know, some people are just not meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I've heard of friends that didn't. End up becoming friends after a trip. Uh, yeah, I've heard of that mm, too. Mm. They, the relationships or the friendships like break Soured, up. Soured, yeah. Yeah, so, so be oh. very careful. One more tip: wet wipes. Ah, very important. Oh, for the love of age. God, very important. Yeah. Wet, mm. wet wipes and a can of sardines. No, no, wet wipes more. <laughs> oh my gosh, this girl! You wet know. wipes, especially for the airplane tray table. If you're flying on a plane, especially you know, or in for this anything, day and age. yeah, or anywhere really. Toilet spray. Okay, okay. <laughs> I think we're gonna have to go into another. She needs my Doraemon. You my Doraemon bag, right? I think so. <laughs> right, right, guys. And on that note, I can only surmise that we are all looking forward to packing our bags and drifting to the clouds again. Am I right? Oh yes. All right, but until then. How about I remind all you wonderful listeners out there not to forget to grab your copy of Sunday Vibes, which is inside the new Sunday Times. Feeling which, do check us out at www.nst.com.my. Absolutely, that's right. Right, and how about Instagram, Al? Okay, we have our Instagram page Sunday Vibes um, at uh, NST. Oh my goodness, we're right. forgetting the address. Just the thought of traveling again, yeah, you know? I know, right? So yes, yes, Sunday Vibes at NST. So just look us up, please, please like us, love us. We need your love. We Give need your, your comments. Likes. We need your support, and we need your comments. Yes. So yes. Do hit us a note, you know, drop us a message, you know, say hi to us, you know, we thrive on love, really. A lot of love. We need love. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, thank you, Karen, for joining us for this episode. My it's pleasure. Been, it's been nice to catch up and to find out more about your travel plans. Always a pleasure, ladies. Thank you so much for having me. I had a blast as usual. Woohoo! And Ooh. thank you guys for listening. So, till the next time, I guess. Bye. Bye. Bye.